I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So please, keep your hands inside the podcast at all times. And we're back. And we're back. Hi, team. Hi, team. Everybody miss us this week? We know you did. Are Wednesdays the best day of your week? I... I do love Wednesdays. I like Wednesday. I actually was just telling someone that I really like Tuesdays. Wednesdays should be the best part of the week because that's when the show drops. Mm. But Tuesdays are the best days. You know why? Why? Because they don't have a label. Monday is the beginning of the week. Wednesday is hump day. Thursday is almost weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, weekend. weekend. Tuesday's label is tacos. Okay. Which is pretty great. There's nothing better than a true taco Tuesday. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. We had that at school, and like it was, it was like the night to be at the dining hall. Oh, in college. In college, yes. Sorry. What was the best food that they served in your like primary school lunches? Like, what was the thing that everyone was freaking out about? Um, like it's so typical, but I want to say Pizza Fridays. Pizza Day. Like yeah. it's so typical, but oh my god, oh. Breakfast for lunch day, too, was lit. Okay, this is the one that everyone was lit about. Did you guys have this, okay? It's sausage on a stick that's dipped like a corn dog. No. And you get a syrup thingy, and you dip it in syrup and eat it. It's like pancake wrapped around... We never had sausage. that. We never had that, but we, like, we had it's French incredible. toast, like, sticks and, like, um, like, sausage, like, links and that kind of stuff, and you yeah. get, like, just this big, like... To go thing of syrup and just like go yeah. to town on it. Oh, I know. It's yeah. so good. Yep. I'm actually thinking it's pretty easy to make corn dogs, and I'm thinking that if you just make pancake mix and put sausage on a stick yourself, I can make this at home like pretty easy. And that's like a pretty like like uh, consolidated breakfast. Like that's a very evi- yeah. that's a very efficient breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No mess, no stress. Exactly. Am I right? Right. What are your like favorite breakfast for dinner foods though? Because that's, like, kind of a whole different set of taste buds. Right. I mean, like, I will eat eggs for any meal, like, in any style. Mm. Like, I've done, um... Eggs have to be brunch for me. Really? They have to be brunch. It has to be a weekend. See, and I, I've gone into overnights, and I will eat an omelet before then. A, like, A, for mm. the protein and, like, the energy, but, like, B, also just because, like, I will eat an omelet, like, for anything. But also, I do love French toast for dinner. French toast for dinner. Yeah. I can't even remember the last time I had French toast. I, I don't Weird know either. Weird food. Weird food. Weird food. To but... soak bread in egg and cinnamon and then fry it, it's weird. Yeah. But also, like, my mom made such great French toast growing up. Mm. Like, that was, like, a weekend treat. Like, like I like I could just imagine, like, getting up, like, on a winter day, like, at on Saturday morning, and my mom having French toast for me <laughs> ready before, like, she drives me to karate. Oh, like, to yeah. karate? I did karate for a while. Karate on a French toast stomach. Exactly. I was, <laughs> I was like, a chubby kid eating French toast going to karate. I know what the name of the episode is. Karate on a French toast stomach. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I say the name of the episode, and I just know in my heart. Just It's just like... It's true. Yeah, it's true. It was meant to be. Yes. My mom, she makes a good breakfast, but my mom's really great thing are, she makes a couple of dinner foods that are like unreal. Yeah. She used to make this uh, shrimp scampi linguine thing. Oh, yes. It was so good. Just like a bunch of garlic, chives, shrimp, and, and pasta. 
I, that's like one of my favorite dishes. It's like an orgasmic like dish. Yes. I'd never say that to my mother, but but, it w- but, but we yeah. all know. Yeah. It, well, now it's on the internet. So if she ever wants to find out. Exactly. I would be blown away if my mom called me and was like, I listened to the show okay. this week. Thanks for the shrimp scampi shout out. Can I tell you? My mom does listen to the show. I know. Hi, honeybee. We love and you so much. She texted me one day about one of our episodes. I forgot exactly what she was telling me about. Oh, no. And I called her. And I was like, did I mess up? Am I in trouble? And she's like, no, no, not at all. Like, I'm, I'm loving listening to it. But, like, the, like, the story you told, like, that that might be personal to, like, the other person involved in the story. Ooh. And I was like, oh, man, I feel bad now. And she's like, it's it's fine. Just, like, it's just what something to think about. What the fuck did you do, Ian? It was the episode... Um, where you found out about, um, like your ancestor's affair and I told you the, um, like how, uh, my uncle had found out that he had a daughter. Yes. So my mom was like, that's like not your story to tell. Like, it's fine. Oh gosh. But like, it's just something to consider. And I was like, okay, you're right. Like that's. This happened to me. This happened to me yesterday. I was at coffee with my friend, Katie Marigi. Hi, Katie Marigi. Yep. And she had told me about something that in passing a while back, I told a roommate of mine and I didn't put the dots together that maybe my dear friend, Katie Marigi, who was very forgiving because it was an honest mistake, but was like, yeah, so like that was supposed to be private. And I was like, oh fuck, like I'm really sorry. But anyway, I really, I, I cherish that she considers me a confidant and I only, it was only a positive passing on of a story. I'm so proud of her. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's so, it's tough. (laughs) It's tough. Like when someone has a good, like wonderful thing happen to them and you just want to tell the whole world because you love them so much. It's like not yours to share. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't the circumstance with Katie Marigi, but I will say that like I fucked up and she, was really cool about it. That's so good. Then. That's a good. Friend. Like that's a good friend. That's yeah. a good friend. Or maybe I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. I can't even imagine in my adult life telling someone's secret something on purpose. Like I like actively being like, wow, they told me a secret. I should keep it to myself. But Ian, I have to tell you this thing. <laughs> like I, I just couldn't imagine it. I'm like now. I'm like, have I been that petty? I would feel so fucking guilty. I would get guilt gut. Someone taught yeah. me this phrase the other day. Yeah, guilt gut. Ooh, it's so true. It's though. That feeling. That's like that's like the best way to describe it's it. It's like too. right above your belly button and Where, below like, it just your ribs. Pits. Like yeah, it's just, just like little, oh, you, you fucked up. Yeah, it's the pits. It's the pits. It's the armpits of right. the stomach. Exactly. The body's weird. The body's so weird. Did we establish that last week? We keep on coming back to just the body is so weird. The body is so weird. <laughs> the body, the breath of life. The breath of life. <laughs> Okay, well, is it time for the thing that happened this week? I believe it is. Who's going first? You are. I am, okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. You're so good at this. Yeah, we're so good at this. Guys, we've literally, this is episode 71. Yeah. You've had at least 90 episodes in your feed now. It's so true. It's so crazy. Yeah. So crazy. Oh my gosh. Five stars. We're experts. Five stars. Oh, yeah. We didn't tell them to rate last week. Oh, uh, well, rate us. Can you rate the show? We'll, we'll remind you again at the end. Yeah. All right. The thing that happened this week. Let's go. So the other day, <laughs> I was really craving an almond croissant. I mm. love almond croissants. I think they're delicious. It is one of my top 10 favorite foods. I go to this place on Columbus Avenue between 
70th and 71st called the Muffins Cafe. Mm. Muffins is one of the most fantastic places on the Upper West Side for baked goods. Mm-hmm. And also just to feel like you're in France for a moment because they have those bistro tables. It's like such an adorable, lovely little place. It's so lovely. Okay, so here's what happened. A few weeks back, I walked by Muffins and they had lowered their sanitation rating from an A to a B. No. And I was like, huh, that's weird. It must be some kind of fluke. Then the other day, I was craving this almond croissant, and I walked over to Muffins, and as I walked up, I saw a man standing in the doorway, and he goes, yeah, sorry, and closes the door in front of me, and there was a notice of closure by the Department of Health. You're kidding me. Now, I have been eating at this place for years And I wasn't even phased because I've been eating there for years that they lost a grade on their sanitation rating. That means I love this place. Right. And they're closed now indefinitely for health code violations. I... A, bummed. B. Ian has crazy eyes. Well, because it's so (laughs) funny you mentioned that exact thing because today... Claire and I work in the same neighborhood, so you know Bull and Sherry on 68th and uh, Amsterdam. We yes. run into each other there. Yes, Bull and... Uh, um, is it Cherie? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's probably Cherie. Um, but... It's next to the synagogue. Exactly. Yeah. But one of my coworkers went over there, came back, and was like, guys, they just closed down BNC in front of me. Wait, what? Yeah. I just walked by it today, and it seemed fine. Really? There was... Oh, I don't know. There was a woman sitting outside. Because, like, he... Like, because there was, like... He saw some guy, like, kicking... For lack of a better term, kicking people out of this place. Like, oh, by the handful. No. Like, and I forget what it was for. It had something to do... Like, the words, like, mental hygiene were part of, like, the description. But, mental like... Mental hygiene? I don't know. But, like, it's... My God. But we're like, what happened? I wonder if the health inspector is just going Upper West Side, coffee shop to coffee shop, finding them. I bet they're all, I bet they're all in trouble. Um, I I would not put it past them. There used to be on the Upper West Side, on the corner of uh, 86 in Columbus, was a diner called the Three Star Cafe, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which my boyfriend at the time, we used to joke that, like, why would you pick that number of stars? Like, 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 unless they're Michelin stars, like, that's bad, bro. You want a five-star cafe. Exactly. And then they got a C rating, and I was like, well, third highest rating for three three stars. stars. (laughs) I can't believe you can still stay open with a C rating. Yes, C is the the lowest you can stay open. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's It's got to drive away business, though. It's funny, though, like, I, one of my old roommates worked at, um, Koshkaval and on In-House Kitchen, uh-huh. which is, like, a kind of, like, tapas, Eurofusion cheese, cheese place, and, uh, and at one point, they had a B rating because they had a fridge in the basement that was unplugged, but they didn't have the manpower to get it out of the cellar to put at the curb for trash. And so because it was down there, it's like a, a risk of like coolant fluid and whatever. Even though okay. it was completely cleaned out, sure. they got a B rating for having a fridge there. Uh, so like, yeah, so there's just like, 
I'm wondering what's going on. I don't know. So I went by the Muffins Cafe, right? And it was like super dark. And I was like, huh, maybe they're closed for the day. And then the guy was like standing in the doorway and he was like, yeah, sorry. And closed it. And I read the notice. I was super confused. I don't know who that guy was. I'd never seen him working there before. I don't know. I didn't read the notice. So maybe it wasn't for, I mean, it did say, like, closed by Office of the Health Inspector. I feel like I've seen those things come back, though, so, like, I'm hoping that, like, it's not a, like, it's not a permanent thing. But, like, what could it possibly be? The whole operation for that place is literally in, there's, like, just a counter. There's no back room It's, like, literally there. 10 like, square feet. Yeah, it's, like, the tiniest thing I've ever seen. I'm so, oh, my God. I don't know. So, anyway. It I want to know. It was a real bummer, and I did not, in fact, get an almond croissant Bummer. Still a top 10 favorite food. Yeah. Almond croissants are better than chocolate croissants. I don't understand why people are so balls to the wall about chocolate croissants, but refuse to eat almond ones. I'm like, they're incredible. There's a place, um, when I was working at Container Store, I worked next to a cafe that had these great almond croissants that were like so light and fluffy and had like powdered sugar on them and were just Mm. so delightful. And now I want one. Now here's the thing about croissants. People who bite into croissants are doing themselves a disservice because the best part about eating a croissant is peeling back the layers. Mm-hmm. Flaky pastry, no yeah. soggy bottoms. Sure. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. I, it really bumps me out. I just, I, I could go on about croissants like, forever. <laughs> I don't blame you because they're amazing. <laughs> but now I'm just like, what is going on on the Upper West Side? I, don't I feel like know. I have to like, like go Maybe undercover could, and you know find what? out. I'm gonna look it up right now, and I bet okay. you someone like Gotham missed. I'm gonna go. Has, I'm gonna get my phone too and see if I can. Okay, hold on. Muffins Cafe, Upper West Side. <gasps> Yelp says it's closed permanently. No. No. Yelpers report this location has closed. Oh. Nothing on Bull and Shuri. But even 11 days ago, people were reviewing it on Yelp. Holy shit. So crazy. Okay, anyway, so that's that's that. It was very sad. It was very sad. And yeah. I really didn't get the croissant that I was craving, <sighs> which fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So that's, that's sad. I'll have to find a new croissant guy. Yeah, you gotta need to find a new place. I gotta find a croissant guy. Right. The number one thing that New Yorkers want to say is, I've got a guy for that. Exactly. Whenever oh, God, people are yeah. like, hey, do you know a guy who fixes shoes? I go, yeah, Angelo's right. my cobbler. Right. That's literally my situation. Right. We had I that, need a croissant guy. We had a lot of that growing up in Rockland, too. Like, yeah, like Dominic's my shoe guy. I wanted to tell you, I saw A Quiet Place recently. Yeah. You know where they filmed it? Where? New Paltz. Oh, my God. Like, this, like I, ever, so many things make sense right now. Because yeah. I remember people being like, Friends being like, I just saw John Krasinski on Main Street, and be like, John Krasinski's filming something in New Paltz, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, I'm jealous. And now I'm now it's like one of the hottest films, yeah. of our time. These are the things that you learn when you sit till the end of the credits. Which exactly. I want to be clear with everyone that if you're not sitting to the end of the credits, it's disrespectful. It's true. It's super disrespectful, especially if you're seeing a Marvel movie, guys. Like, come on, you should know better at this point. <laughs> There's yeah. always something at the end. Exactly. But to be honest, y'all, like, if you don't stay to the end of the credits, like, you're a monster. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how many things I've stayed till the end for, but then again, I don't see a whole lot of movies. So. But you need to stay to the end because the those behind the low, the below the line workers are the ones that that they make that shit happen. They made that shit happen. The reason you liked that movie was not because of those actors. Like it really wasn't. It's because of literally everyone that is 
in that that is being listed. Every other person. And literally, it's just a sign of respect. Like, you don't leave a Broadway show before you clap at the end and recognize the people bowing. Why wouldn't you do that? You know, and when we're on stage, we acknowledge our crew and our stage management and our orchestra and all the people that made us look good. Exactly. And you read the playbill, which has all the names in it. It has all the names on it. Yeah. So, anyway, just stay to the end of the show and... uh, And don't pirate your shit. Yeah, don't pirate shit, even though I watch a lot of bootlegs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway, thus endeth... The second (laughs) tangent? The uh, first tangent? Which one was that? Thus endeth the tangent. A tangent. One tangent. (laughs) One tangent gone. I'll take one tangent, please. Okay, uh, Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? Ooh, so this happened this morning, um... So, at work, we're, like, broken up into, like, teams that directly report to a manager. And we've been having these, like, team meetings lately. And one of the things, like, that we close out with is, um, like, um, a fun fact uh, trivia kind of thing. So, like, they broadcast, like, a fun fact, and you have to guess who it is. And so someone's fun fact today was, I once ate an entire Domino's pizza while biking through Central Park. And like half, <laughs> and one of my good friends from work and a couple other people were like, "I think that's Ian. That's got to be Ian." And I was I, I was honored. It wasn't mine, but I was honored. Whose was it? Uh, it was this guy John, who's like new to the store, and like <laughs> he's just like this nice, like little, like cool dude. And then the fun fact after that was, I love Legos. And then I look at my friend next to me, who was like, "The pizza one's yours." And when I see I Love Legos, I go, that's Liana, definitely. And it wasn't. It was some other guys. But (laughs) when we found out that it was this kid, John, who ate a pizza, like, on a bike through Central Park, Liana and I, like, came together, cracking up about the fact that we thought it was me. And then he showed us a video of him riding through Central Park eating a Domino's pizza. And Liana and I were laughing about this until, like, for an hour. And at the end of that, I was like... I think we just adopted a child. Yeah. I think we just welcomed that, that new kid into our little family. John is one of us John now. is one of us. He is he is ours. He is our pizza-eating child that clearly has stent. Like, he could not send for anyone else except us. He's your PEC, your exactly. pizza-eating child. Exactly. So, like, I'm also sitting there thinking, like, I'm just, like, honored to be nominated in this situation. Yes. <laughs> because, like, that is something I would do. But, like, then I see him, like, then I see this kid for the rest of the day, I'm like... Respect. Respect, Respect man. Buddy. You ate that pizza exactly. like it was your job. Exactly. And now you're one of us. You're one of us. It was great. Like, it was just, like, such a fun little thing to happen at, like, 7 o'clock in the fucking morning. I like the idea of finishing a meeting with something fun. Oh, it was, all, it was like, a really great way to do that. Like, something positive to, like, lead off with. Yeah, and it's, like, I'm lucky that, like, the people on, like, this team are, like, pretty dang cool. So, like, that's nice. Ian, I think this is the perfect time for a follow-up. Okay. A few episodes ago, you told us that Fancy Best Buy had you rate things about your job. Yes. And they earned a negative score from your team. Yes. And corporate was coming to your location of Fancy Best Buy to chit-chat with y'all. Yes. What ended up happening? Uh, we had Speaking a- of meetings. Yes. So we did have a meeting. Um, it was like our... Like my team... Plus, like, our, like, our, our bosses in store, like, the main people that run the store. 
and like we just had a meeting and we were kind of like this is how we're feeling guys like yeah like these are the questions we have this is what we're feeling like why are we seeing this like what is what do you have to say about this and like it just sounded like you all had made it clear to them issues that you might have been having and they were like not being receptive even though they kept saying they were listening right and i feel like that is i don't know if that's still true like i feel like that was that was right before you left i think Mm -hmm. for austin and like we've had the meeting it was like I don't know. Like, I guess, like, at this point, I'm waiting to see, like, what they do about it. Because okay. we filled out anonymous surveys. Some of us filled out anonymous surveys. We spoke in person about, like, what we want to see, what we're seeing, and, like, how we, like, the solutions that we are offering to problems. And now the question is, like, are you going to do anything about it? Like, I hope that they pick it up and run with it. Yeah, 100%. And so, like, we've had some good, like, conversations with one of, like, the managers that we directly report to in that instance who, um, he is such a kind dude and he is saying, like, all this great stuff and he is telling us, like, what he is working for, what he's intending, and, like, I just hope it works out for all of our sakes. Did it seem like these people would be the kinds that would be receptive to a fun fact trivia game at the end of this meeting, or was it very serious? They would have been receptive, but the meeting ended up pretty serious. It was serious. Because at the end of it, we were also kind of like, but are you listening? Yeah. Like, but are you going to do anything about it? Yeah. Why so serious? Right. I can make this pencil. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that was such an epic. Oh God, that was such. That a good was movie. fucking crazy. That was a crazy ass. Yeah, and that movie. posthumous Oscar. I oh mean, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Rip, oh my God. Rip, rip, rip. Yeah. Um. Okay. I love hearing about all things fancy Best Buy. Right. Like it, it's it's a fun. Like it's a very interesting place. Like good, bad, and different. Like there's a lot going on there. I wonder sometimes if our listeners have figured it out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I know, like, there's a bunch of them, like, that I work with. That so, know. like, so they know. Like, they but know. But I wonder. I mean, we do have listeners that we don't know, and I just, I wonder if they figured it out. I'm wondering, like, you can write into this week's thing at gmail.com. Yeah, if you have an idea. If you have an idea. We'll make this like a Where's Waldo of the Upper just West Side. Don't, just don't tag Fancy Best Buy just if please you don't. figured it out. <laughs> because I do like I do like my muggle job and I want to keep it. Yeah, he likes his job and he's very good at it. Thank you. Do you guys remember that one time Ian was dancing in the stockroom and ripped his pants? <laughs> that literally came up today. That literally came up today and that was such a, oh my God, that was such a great moment. That's so funny. Like even it happened to me, I was like, this is fucking funny. Wait, do any coworkers that would be privy to the trivia game, can you say what you submitted as your trivia thing right now? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's very me. Like, it's it's that I play four instruments and I learn more when I'm, like, when I'm bored in my spare time. Huh. Can we think of a different one for you that's a little harder to figure out? I have the same birthday as Olivia Newton-John and George Gershwin. Ooh, I like that those one. Those are the two that I but, go for. But, th- but you picking those people as your birthday friends is, like, very clearly you also. Right? Yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's a, it's a little music theatery. It is. In every way possible. Right. How about I have a rendering from How I Met Your Mother in my dining room? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm looking at that's it right a good now. One. Yeah. I have... Because everybody likes that. I mean, not everybody. I don't like it, but everybody likes that show. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, that's a fun fact. Um, oh, God. There was, like, when we had, like, our initial, like, orientation for the company, like, we had to, like, think of all of these fun facts. 
And so, like, now that we're on these team meetings and people are like, I need a fun fact. I don't know what my fun facts are. And I'm like, well, I'm selling some. So if you want, let me know. I'll give you one. <laughs> but what if you forget that you gave it to them? And then you're like, us, it was me! Both of us show up and we'll be like, I did a movie with Mark Ruffalo. What? <laughs> that one will cost you $15. Yeah, for sure. You got to buy that one. Yeah. That one is a, is a hefty fee. It is. All right, are we ready for the quiz? I think we're ready for the quiz. Quiz time! Yeah, yeah! Yeah, yeah! Yeah, girl! Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. Claire Manship. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with being, you're going to freak out, the two-time... Manhattan champion of Gilmore Girls trivia. Of course. With our dear friend, Brittany Pierre. Yep. And her dear friend, Colleen. Oh, you met Colleen? Yes. Colleen is the best. We had the best time. Oh my God, she's wonderful. So the girls and I, we won by one point. Nice. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, so it was uh, it was an adventure. We went to the bar a couple weeks back, and I have just been on a high ever since then because I you I am also the former Gilmore Girls trivia champ. Can I tell you how excited I was that like that just came up on my newsfeed, and I was like, <laughs> it worked. They're hanging out. They're friends. It's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Actually, the girls and I have been talking about doing a binge fest together. I love it. Of like picking the the top five or ten favorite episodes. Putting them together, doing a big sleepover, junk food, oh my God, watching I love our that. favorites. That's great. I think we're going to do it soon. It was supposed to happen this past weekend, but we were all too busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. I'm yeah. happy for you. So more on that later, but yeah. <laughs> we want Gil more, not Gil less. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, three fingers. Yeah. Up in the air. Um, bow, bow, bow. Never have I ever been to the Big Apple Circus. No. Never have I ever taken the J train. Down. Uh, this car alarm is not where you are. This car alarm is not where you are. Yeah, there's a lot of hubbub outside. Yeah. Hubbub. Hubbub. Uh, never have I ever seen a production of Death of a Salesman. No. Never have I ever seen Audrey McDonald live. No. Never have I ever watched the f- anything from the first season of American Idol. Like any clips or anything? No clips, nothing. Oh, well, down. I didn't watch it live, but Kelly Clarkson winning and then crying her way through a moment like this is hilarious. Yeah? Yeah, just like, a lot people in a lifetime for a moment like this. Key change. Some people search forever. For the, and there's like confetti and glitter and, and that's hilarious. Justin Guarini is hugging her from behind and she's like clutching her face and her French tips are like poking her that's, in the oh hair. Oh my god, it was, that's it's so 2001. Oh, it's 100% 2001. That's a post 9-11 yeah. celebration. Oh my god, yeah, that's like the, <laughs> the celebration we needed. Honestly, I don't think American Idol would have been as big as it was if it hadn't aired directly after an American tragedy. Right. Yeah, it was in the January after 9-11... And I, 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 I mean, it really was exactly what yeah. we needed. Never have I ever been to the Middle East. No, you know I haven't. I don't know. Uh, now I do, but um, <laughs> uh, never have I ever uh, sewn a garment. Down. Okay. Yeah. 
I used to make a lot of my own clothes. Oh, cool. And I was on costume crew. Nice. I tatted lace in Love's Labor's Lost. Ooh. Yeah, it was amazing. Great. Okay, yeah. Uh, question number three. Yes. What are you watching slash listening to? So I'm catching up on some Saturday Night Live. Yeah. I recently was watching the uh, Donald Glover Childish Gambino Week. Nice. Which is incredible. I love Gambino. I, I like Donald Glover, but... Him as Gambino is really just my vibe. Yeah. I really love it so much. I also recently rewatched Bring It On. <laughs> on ABC or on Freeform? No, just on oh, Netflix. Because I watched it like two nights ago on oh, Freeform. Okay. <laughs> it was great. These are not spirit fingers. These mm. are spirit fingers. Yeah, I really I, I, I was telling my roommate who I was watching it with, I was telling Brianna. That Bring It On is a lot like Heather's in a way. It is a very stylized voice. It has a lot of like jump cuts and weird needle drops. Mm-hmm. And it was just so iconically bad that it was good. Like right. Heather's is not a great film, but it's so iconic and so chiseled yeah. and so uniquely its own thing. That it's such a masterpiece. That it's a masterpiece, exactly. Like, the thing that really irritates me with Heather's are the scenes with the parents between, like, coming in from playing croquet and then when she talks to them in their living room. Mm-hmm. And the jump cuts between those scenes reminded me a lot of the jump cuts in Bring It On between, mm. um, like, this person's house, that person's house, back to the game, back to practice. Right. Like, uh, yeah. So I, I found... I found some of that plotting and timelining similar to Heather's, which was like a, a nice reminder. Yeah. Um, also been listening to my regular pods. I'm trying to catch up with throwing shade. I'm so far behind now that it's mm. like freaking me out. Um, and I am looking forward to the third season of Serial, and I can't when wait. When does that happen? It drops any day. They have okay. not, They said it's complete. Okay. Or that it's coming up on completion, and um, soon it will Come. I didn't mean to make that sound so sexual. sexual. That's fine. <laughs> Thou art forgiven. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Um, so yeah, those are those. Things. And I'm reading an incredible book. Ooh, what are you reading? It's called Get the Guy by Matthew Hussey. Okay. Matthew Hussey is this British date doctor. They call him like Hitch. He's like a date doctor. Sure. And it's a really fantastic way of thinking about introducing yourself to more people makes it possible to find, quote-unquote, the one or someone that you want to spend a prolonged amount of time with. Because essentially he calls it funneling, where Mm -hmm. if you meet only one or two new people a week and only one of them happens to be a guy, what are the chances you're going to be into that one? Sure. But what if you introduce yourself to seven new people a week and five of them are guys? Then you funnel five of them to three you think are cute, three you go on a date with, and then two are you know, second date. Exactly. It's like, I love that. Uh huh. So I have been actively trying to meet new people and I have met some very cute guys. That's great. On like apps or just in social settings? In life. You have to walk. I love that. Yeah, no, not in apps. That's the concept of his book is that you have to go up and say hi in person. I love it. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. So that is what I'm watching, listening to, and reading about. Sweet. Yes. All right. And who was the last person you texted aside from me? No cheating. I think it was my roommates, I'm pretty sure. Mm. And we were talking about going to see a show together. Ooh. Yes. Fun. That's that. Great. And finally, one person, alive or not, who you may or may not know, who you'd like to wish well this week. 
would like to wish well First Lady Melania Trump. Mm-hmm. I think that Melania is a in some ways, a prisoner of circumstances that are so beyond her. And she seems to be one of the classiest people in this current administration that is making her message and her positivity somehow still shine through. No matter how much everybody else is getting or portraying a negative, I don't know, energy... Mm-hmm. In the current fucked up climate, yeah, her approval rating continues to climb because I think she's keeping her head above water by doing her. And I very much appreciate people who are like, you do you, I'll do me. Sure. She recently, this past week, presented her, or I guess by the time this airs, two weeks from now, two weeks ago, presented her uh, platform for um, opioid abuse prevention and... Uh, an anti-bullying campaign for social media. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, we all see the irony in this. Yeah. But I really do believe that she wants to double down and make the best of this. She I also, certainly hope so. I hope so, too. I mean, she she just hosted her first state dinner when Emmanuel Macron and uh, oh, yeah. Bridget Brigitte, Brigitte, Brigitte were here. <laughs> it's hard to say her name, but... Yes. Macron. Older wife of Emmanuel Macron. Um, we're here, and it was a smashing success. Like, okay. the state dinner was, went really well. And I just, I, I really wish the best for her because I can't imagine being embroiled, likely in a marriage that's making you unhappy, being right. a figurehead to the entire United States, being an immigrant. Like, it's just, there's a lot of layers to her that I respect, and I really hope that on the other side of all of this, whether it's at the end of this four years or eight years, God forbid, that that she still has a a positivity about her that I really respect. Sure. Yeah. I have so many like conflicting thoughts and feelings on her. It's like I, I just know. don't know. Like it's, it's tough. I just it's don't tough. know what to think. Like, and I don't know. Like I feel like my opinion like doesn't matter. But like, it's just yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough because by association, I mean, you you are the company you keep. Mm-hmm. But I think, as we've all seen, she doesn't want to be a part of this company. Right. I think it's clear. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. But she's, I mean, a, a prisoner of these circumstances. Could you imagine what hell it would be on her and her son right. if she actively divorced the president? Not to say that they're not a happy couple, but I think it's pretty clear that they're not. Right. And so I'm just, I'm very intrigued by how she finds silver linings and how she's stepping up to the responsibilities of first lady while still distancing herself from being first couple. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's also just like so much to unpack. Um, There's a lot to unpack. And and I do take my cue from the Obamas and the Obamas like Mrs. Trump a lot. They Mm -hmm. care for Melania a lot. Sure. And I think particularly Michelle Obama has a great, Respect for her. So that so that counts for something. It counts, that counts for, something. for something. It counts for something. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So anyway, I wish Inter- her well. That was a very Great. long wishing well. No, I, I appreci- wanted to make clear. No, I appreciate why. you. I appreciate you saying that because I would. I was thinking about that recently. I was like, just like, there's so much going on with this one, like, in and about and around this one woman who, like you said, is like is definitely a prisoner of circumstance in a way. But yeah. 
I mean, and also, like, with all of this Stormy Daniels stuff going on right now, which, like, if Rudy Giuliani didn't make it clear enough, like, Trump was completely complicit with the Michael Cohen shit. Yeah. And can you imagine being married to a man that you knew all that time ago was so unfaithful to you and probably continues to be unfaithful in ways while your son, while you were raising your son, like... Yeah, like, I just, I have, it's like, I have respect for her. It's like, no matter what you think of a person, no one deserves that. It's like how people were so shitty to Hillary Clinton when she didn't leave her husband when he admitted right. to the Monica Lewinsky scandal. It's like, of course blame the woman. Like, of course blame her for being cold and distant and weird. Like, <sighs> you know? And, and that's why I feel for Melania. It's like, there's no way for her to win, so she might as well just, like, do Keep her. her and that's yeah. exactly what she's doing. Good for her, I, I guess. I mean, beside like, being a style icon, <laughs> which she 100% is. I, I just can't, like, I can't not see Laura Benanti as her whenever I think of her, <laughs> which is, like, which is, like, completely, like, not the what you're talking about, but yeah. I just, well, but I love... I knowing love. Laura Benanti now, I, it w- it's just really wonderful to, like, see her away from that. Like, now, yeah. yeah, now that, like, we've introduced ourselves to one another, like, it's it's been... Oh, you've met her. Yes. Oh my god. I didn't tell the story on the show because it didn't happen in the last seven days. But okay. do you want a tangent? I mean, you, yeah, you can tell me, and you can keep it or not if you want. Okay. Essentially, I was on the train, and she sat across from me. A couple, like I was standing, and she sat across from me. A couple stops later, and then we got to Columbus Circle. I was headed mm-hmm. down to Penn Station. And when we had been kind of catching eyes, but I didn't want to bother her. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm staring at right. her. It's so rude. And the doors were about to open. She got up. She goes, I'm sorry. Where do I know you from? To me. Oh my God. I know. It was crazy. And I was like, I don't know. I'm Claire, Claire Manship. We shake and she goes, yeah, hi, I'm Laura. I go, yeah, I thought that was you. It's like, you're, you're a legend. I know. And I, and she's like, anyway, sorry, girl, this is my stop. It's so great to see you. I'll see you soon. Okay. I was like, yeah, you too. I don't know if I ever told you, I was at a restaurant with a bunch of work people and she was at the table across from us. And like, I was only one of two people at that table who knew who she was. So like, I am someone who leads with my eyes. So I was trying so hard not to stare at her either. (laughs) And I was just like, I don't know how to like, I don't know how to deal with the situation. Yeah. But like, I, I, she seems wonderful. And like, I, I love her. Yeah, it was really, really great to connect with her. And then we connected on Twitter later. I was like, hey, it's so great wonderful. to see you. Like, let's, you know, see each other again sometime soon. And she was oh like, God, yes, girl. And sent me a kissy face. I was like, you're so nice. Like, I love it. Oh, yeah, she's, she's brilliant. So cool. It's time for your quiz. It's time for my quiz. Okay, here we go. Whew. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with the chorus line this week. One uh, singular sensation. It is one of, if not my favorite musical of all time. It is my dream show with my dream role with... Which one? Mike, who sings, I can do that. Yeah, I know. Like, it's it's a show that, like, I've been in for, and it's a show that I have always and will always be right for, and, like, it's just a show that I love with all my heart. And, and it's just been really amazing to revisit it, and I just love it with all my heart. I love that. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. Three fingers up, please. Okay. Never have I ever fallen off a roof of anything. No. Never have I ever driven a boat. Like a like a speedboat or Yeah. No. Never have I ever gone kayaking. Down. 
Did I already use that one once? You might have. Mm. Never have I ever worn tweed. Down. Never have I ever read the Da Vinci Code. Nope. Never have I ever read any John Grisham. No. Never have I ever seen an episode of Mike and Molly. Down. <laughs> it's a little hard because I know you keep CBS on in the background. CBS and FX and FXX, like everywhere. FXX. Everywhere where it like syndicates. That gets Like me. there's so much like mom and Parks and Rec and like sometimes Mike and Molly in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, what are you watching slash listening to? Well, you brought up uh, Gambino and his new song and that video is just absolutely brilliant. Incredible. This is um, America. Yeah. So I've been watching that and reading a lot on that. Um, I have been watching a lot of John Oliver. I've been catching up on The Daily Show. Um, and I know I say that a lot on this podcast, but it's like I will not watch The Daily Show for like two weeks and then we'll just watch every episode like that has led up to it. Um, Silicon Valley I've been catching up on. I didn't realize that we were already a few episodes into that. Um, Seven. Into the new season already? Yeah. By the Holy time shit. By the time this airs, we'll be nine weeks in. Dang. Yeah, you're behind, I'm bro. so behind. You're behind. And then, uh, what else, what else have I been listening to? Still listening to some Amy Winehouse. Um, I've been revisiting Jason Mraz, like, like in conjunction with last week's, like, new single. Yeah, a little bit of, like, my favorites, really. Like, a little bit of Passion Pit, a little bit of, um, Glenn Hansard, a little bit of Foster the People, a little bit of LCD. Like, just a smattering of, like, things that just make me happy. Totally. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Question number four, who was the last person you texted that wasn't me? No um, cheating. Oh, oh. Um, well, if I can't cheat. Well, if I can't cheat. Um, no, it was my friend Dan um, who we discovered that a year ago today we discovered um, a Mario Kart tournament Whoa. at one of our favorite bars. So bow, I, bow, bow. Exactly. So <laughs> I think maybe he might be there now. Um, well, great. Because he's like, he he was just basically telling me that about a year ago, he remembered that we, like, stumbled upon this Mario Kart thing. Ah, okay. And, yeah. Which Amazing. Yes. Now, who do you want to wish well this week? Um, this is, uh, this is off of your, uh, uh, sort of a piggyback off of yours from last week. Great. So I want to wish well my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Langenmeyer. Hey, Mrs. Who, Langenmeyer. Who at the time was Miss Clement, but she was... Really, like, the first teacher I had, and that was in fifth grade, that made learning fun. And it, like, and encouraged us to be creative writers. And, um, like, I did not understand math at all until sixth grade, but I remember wanting to do well for her. Totally. And it was, yeah, she's just wonderful. And, like, I, I'm pretty sure I'm still Facebook friends with her. Um, Amazing. She's great. She's incredible. So, yeah, big I ups. I love that. Who's your mazel of the week? Who is my mazel of the week? I think I'm just, I think I'm going to make my mazel of the week to Donald Glover. Okay. Because he's like the hero that we need and deserve. And like never knew. And never was knew. So nearby. Right, exactly. Yeah. And who's like this kid genius like for so long and has just always been like so authentically him. Yeah. And yeah. He's a star. He is. Mazel. Mazel. Uh, who's your mazel this week? My mazel of the week is to friend of the pod, Rupert Simonium. Yeah. Rupert, unfortunately, which is so crazy because I literally had just texted Ian, we need to have Rupert back on the show. Right. When I logged into Facebook 
and found out that Rupert has moved home to London. Right. Rupert, we miss you so much. We miss you. So excited to see what you're up to next. And it is a really big decision that we're really proud of you for. I'm speaking on behalf of us, but I'm sure yes. that Ian completely agrees. 100%. 100% he agrees. Rupert Simonian, Mazel, our friend. Yes. Yes. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, throw out some mazels or just chit-chat it up. We are at thisweeksthing.com, thisweeksthing at gmail.com, hashtag thisweeksthing, and our handle, mostly on Twitter, is where you can get at us, mm-hmm. at thisweeksthing. Yeah, um, make sure you like, comment, rate, subscribe on all of your favorite um, podcast streaming services, being Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Yes, and honestly, guys, the ratings really matter. Yeah. It really helps people find our show can't remember what I was searching the other day, but our show was linked in Apple Podcasts to, like, a bunch of other really wonderful shows. And That's great. Yeah. We're directly linked to the Song Topsy Report. I just That makes perfect sense. <laughs> but there's of a, course there's we There's a bunch of other comedy podcasts that I really love that our show is also algorithmically linked to. I love it. So the more reviews, the more people can find us. That means a lot. Thank you in advance, and thank you if you've already done it. Yeah. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at ibroski, and uh, you can find me on Facebook.com slash BrodskyIan. Uh, how about yourself, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, and Facebook.com slash JuliaClaireManship. All right. All righty then. Until next time, I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Bye! Good night, good luck, and stuff like that, I guess. <laughs>